This morning we've taken a journey, a journey with some stargazers, those who saw his star in the east and who had come to worship him. It was a journey that allowed them to follow the star, to see God's promise, to understand something about his hope, and to know his love. For God so loved the world. Paul puts it this way in Philippians chapter 2. Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being found in the likeness of men, and being found in a human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even the death on the cross. A walk of love. So what did that walk of love mean? It meant, first of all, that in him was life. And the life was the light of men. You see, Jesus Christ came not just to help us understand how to live a good life, but to help us understand that there could be eternal life. For as that babe in a manger, he was indeed destined to be the Savior of the world. For he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. You see, the Father sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. And that was to give us opportunity. To give us opportunity to have a relationship with God. The Bible tells us that he came into his own and his own received him not. But as many as did receive him, to them were given the privilege to become the children of God. Think about it. God sent the Son to be the Savior. God also sent the Son so that we might know him as our heavenly Father. Which tells us, that he came to represent the Father, to be the visual of the Father, the Father who was full of grace and truth, the Father who had a redemptive plan, the Father who, even from the beginning, understood that his Son would come laid in a manger, but who would show us the Father, full of grace and full of truth. You see, the thing is, Eternity matters. Our lives here on earth are but a drop in the bucket compared to eternity. And the Bible tells us that it's appointed unto man once to die. And after that, the judgment. Folks have said there's two things that are sure in life. Death and taxes. Well, they're trying to change our tax code, aren't they? I'm not sure what that will mean to us, but they're trying to change that. Nobody can change death. And so the question is, what will happen to you after you're dead? This past week I had the opportunity of going and visiting with Vern's family at uh, the viewing of his brother Lee. 
that's a reality. All I have to do is open the paper and see the many obituaries that are listed there, some older than others. Eternity matters. And I wonder where will you spend eternity? Have you trusted that babe in a manger as the Savior of the world? Have you received him and become part of God's family? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Eternity matters. You see, this really is, is, is Christmas. Christ came from heaven to redeem individuals so they, when at the end of life, may arrive safely home in heaven. That's Christmas. And the truth is, the best present is not the one under the tree, but the one who was placed on a tree. Has Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures and that he was buried and rose again according to the scriptures? I trust that you have a personal relationship with God. I trust that you've seen his love of the star and love of the promise and love of hope and the love in his son. If not, will you please talk to me following this service? I'd love to open God's word and, and show you how you can have a personal relationship with God through his son. And that would be the best Christmas present ever. Even better than President Trump's tax cut promise. You see, Christmas is all about Christ. It's not the presence under the tree. It's the one who went to Calvary and shed his precious blood in payment for our sins.